Good morning, all. This is Blonde Haired Girl. I'm going to call this Breakfast with Blonde Haired Girl. Or no, coffee. <laughs> coffee with Blonde Haired Girl. Uh, anyway, so I got this thing on my mind. And I'm I like some of this stuff. I just like, I can't figure it out. You know, I don't have any formal, like aside from biology, I don't have any formal like science courses. <laughs> well, I guess I sort of do because I, I took um, I took a lot of psych, which which I would not recommend unless somebody is very 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 serious about getting their license in counseling or going on to get a PhD and do something else. I would not recommend getting a bachelor's degree in psych. In fact, I didn't get a bachelor's degree in psych. My bachelor's degree was in, um, in, I got a true liberal studies degree. It actually says a bachelor of general studies is what I have. Sounds kind of crazy. It was a, it's a true liberal arts degree, which is kind of cool. And I studied um, philosophy, religion, and political science. Those were the three areas that I spend a little bit of the most time in. Uh, anyway, so, but I'm so interested in science. I think it's because it's just, it's so, oh, uh, but I was telling you all, I ended up getting my master's degree in basically psych. I got in counseling which was psych, psych, it was a psych degree. If you're, if you're going to go into like the, the social sciences, the way science is the way that I wanted to, or the giving professions, helping professions, it would be better to get a master of social work. I'm just saying, and then go for your license in social work rather than psych. Um, <laughs> that's just my opinion. I'm not saying it's true, but I hear a lot of young people. Oh yeah, I got my bachelor's degree in psychology. And I'm thinking, well, that's not, it, it, it's pretty much like a, a not, unless you're going to go on and, and do other things with it as in get your license. You're not going to make like big bucks, you know? with a psych degree. Anyway, I guess I'm, I'm adding myself and feeling like my master's degree really actually in real life has not made up to a hill of beans. I could have made the exact same money with a bachelor's degree. And even the bachelor's degree doesn't really even add up to a hill of beans in a lot of ways, unless you're going to get a degree in something that you actually plan to use like engineering for example you know or or something that that you plan to like do that that skill when you leave and you don't have to you know go on and get a master's degree or whatever I mean I don't know I just feel like a lot of time or a teaching degree that's another one that's that would be you would have a, you know, you would be able to teach, uh, but you would have to get your certification. But ideally, your bachelor's degree would be part of getting your certification in teaching. Uh, anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about this, except that things have changed so much in education 
since when I was young. I, I, like the way that it is set up today, like when it turned for profit, when the schools themselves turned for profit, and then these, these agencies that will give out school loans, not government loans, but these school loans that are, maybe they are government loans, and I don't know enough about it, uh, keep children, very, very young people in debt for many years, if ever, if they ever get out of debt from it. It's a nightmare, a complete nightmare. But anyway, so getting back onto the topic that I wanted to talk about, something that I'm, so I, for years, had wondered about the concept, if a, if a tree falls in a forest, does it make a sound? And then I finally got evidence that it doesn't unless there is something there to hear it. So when a tree falls in a forest and nobody's around, it gives out the waves but it is not her. It, there is no sound because there's no receptor to actually hear except those waves of sound. Okay. Now, in theory, the same thing could be with what we see. The same thing could be with what we see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it gets me really tripped up because... So what does that mean? So does that, I don't know exactly what that means. And I was reading this, this something, I was actually reading through my Instagrams today and I came across this one that actually said that, that these physicists had found that the observation of something, of a something made it so that it did not decay as it normally would. <laughs> so it was the observation that made it from decaying. And it and it's just it's like I just can't figure some of this stuff out. Like actually I can't figure some of it out. I just can't. I, I can't because if if it is a requirement that there's an observation of it, or maybe everything on this planet, or a lot of things on the most things on this planet, have been inert, been observed enough times that they have permanence, or like you know, semi-permanence, like they don't decay. But <laughs> I can't figure it out. It's like, because theoretically, things would be coming and disappearing and coming and disappearing. And a blind person would be able to like walk through anything because they would not have the observance, and I don't know, maybe they can feel stuff 
And that's what makes it permanent. And then their, their, their desire for, like say that dresser or that bed that they sleep in or whatever, that desire for that makes, makes, and then it comes and it's sitting in their room and when they walk, maybe they can feel it. Or I don't know, like, how does all this work? <laughs> oh, my God. It just, like, racks my brain. Like, Because I'm trying to figure out exactly how things come to, to, like, so we talk about, in theory, that we create our reality, okay? So above our, our thoughts upon it. So we keep our thoughts upon something, thoughts upon something, thoughts about something, Let's just say like the a million dollars. So I had been putting my thought upon a million dollars. And and how exactly does that million dollars go from this theoretical that would be so nice and that feels so great to and I am abundance to my actual bank account? And and the people who espouse these theories say that that we put the intention out there and the belief and then we don't even we don't even concern ourselves with how it comes into our bank account but I'm I'm just like how does it come into our bank account Like like can I could I just sit and and visualize a million dollars and have it just be right in front of me that somehow how I can think a million dollars like in cash and it would somehow appear like right in front of me. Okay. So, so, so far what has been happening for me pretty steadily like, and I just had this happen like recently. There was a specific date that I was wanting to see. And it didn't really matter to me where I saw it, but I, I do have a fixation on license plates. They have like numbers on life and license plates have a lot of meaning for me and words. And, but anyway, there was a specific date that I was wanting, you know, because I test these things and I have fun with it because it's fun, you know. So I'm like, okay, so I really want this date. And then I just let go of it and I don't, I don't fixate it on every day. But like a lot of times I'll think, oh, you know, I didn't see that today. Or I, you know, I'll be like not really looking for it, but sort of like. And then Friday it happened. I had pulled up to my workplace and damned if there wasn't a license plate that had that number on it. <clears throat> and then after that happens, what ends up happening is, is that I end up seeing it more and more and more. Like, for example, giving you the example of, for some reason, I started to see my birth year and my daughter's birth year like the last two d- numbers of our birth year, like I started to see it pretty regularly. In fact, my telephone number for work has those four numbers in it, which I think is just unbelievable, like crazy. And so every single time, and then and then the, the person who 
like the tech guy, actually, every time I do my numbers for my work to open my work phone, I have to dial in those four numbers. <laughs> Isn't that something? Okay. And then, then like that time recently where I was telling you all about how I was on TikTok and this lady was, oh, practice your psychic abilities. And, um, and which I just to let you know, I always get wrong, like whatever number, whatever, anything. I never get it right ever. Um, <laughs> just having fun with it. But anyway, um, uh, but I thought of a frog and I didn't think much of it. Didn't go back and look because I figured, you know. And then within 45 minutes or so, my daughter sent me two pictures with a, a frog in her hand. Now that is bizarre. Because it's so bizarre. But anyway, so, so far, what has happened for me is I have, through my intentionality, through my thoughts, I have, I have created things, but it wasn't like it was sitting like, like a million dollars, like right in front of me. It's not like it, it like came out of like, I don't know how to describe this exactly, kind of like thin air. I don't know, or maybe. And so, and so I practice these principles all the time, like every day, like most of the day, I'm like practicing these principles. I'm I'm like, uh, because, because it's fun and because it's interesting and because I think it's, it's actually what we're supposed to be doing. Like, I think, I think it's actually, you know, the way, what we were brought to do here was partly to learn how to create. And, and I got to thinking about like I get these like weird impressions and I was thinking about like the actual um creation of the planet like something something like believed it into existence and and actually in a really playful way because I mean if you look at the planet it's just amazing <laughs> it's just like it's amazing the planet is so amazing and so beautiful and so magical and like all the different species of of critters here and flowers and I mean it's just you just couldn't have even come up with it like really without you know so, so many opportunities here, but then we, so then we come here and in our, our power about the size of a piece of sand, you know, and, and practice trying to, to have the power, which we have, we have the power of that, which created everything to create 
And so it is the practice of doing that that I believe life is about. We go through, like many of us, myself, like I went through most of my life, I knew this to a certain degree, but not the degree that I've known in the last three years. But I sort of knew that I, um, but I, I still felt like I was, I was kind of a victim of, I guess, maybe God. And just whatever was the whims of God, tell me your will, like, <laughs> and then I came to a point where I saw how preposterous that was. Like, asking for the will of God, like, let me go back because I'm, I'm having David Hawkins work has been just so on my mind this morning. And he would say, always seek God's will. But is there a separation between our will and God's will? Is there? Isn't, wouldn't God's will be our will? Isn't our, isn't our a, a, God and I, our will. I mean, it's it's sort of like like I'm I'm having this like image of more like a parent. Um, and, and child relationship than, and I don't think that God is necessarily, and now I'm going against like scripture because like Jesus compared God to a parent, but I think that's even a limited view because I don't think God has like this, this polarity of thought that something is like necessarily good or bad. Anyway, am I making any sense? Or is this just gibberish? Um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> I can't even remember what my original thought was. Oh, gosh. Anyway, so, oh, well, one of the other things that I was thinking about that David Hawkins would say and sometimes I'm I'm like, I'm not entirely sure it was always necessarily what I would call correct with like a capital C. Like, I'm not sure. Like he, he, he would say there's, there's like no cause and effect, like nothing is causing anything to happen, which goes against like biology. Because like, and, and chemistry, I'm thinking of like chemistry, like you know, you go and you put this element with this element and, you know, and then it makes a reaction and you're looking for the reaction, right? So, so like, I, I can't figure out exactly what he said by that, like what he meant by that. And I'm going to have to go back to his book and like read, but he basically is saying that everything is just being, like it's just being everything is just in a, in a state of beingness and and then two things in their beingness i guess collide and one isn't causing the other one um 
It's a weird thought, isn't it? That there's no cause and effect. That, that okay, so when that car hit that, that person, there did not cause the person to die. Like say the person passes out of their body when they get hit. Like, how does that work? And I and I and I kind of understand the not staying strict to to not not keeping so strict because I do believe that there's more out there that probably does defy the laws of physics as we see them or know them than actually does stay in the laws of physics. Because there's so much that we don't know. Another David Hawken Hawkenism <laughs> Hawkenisms <laughs> was that he used to talk about how we all get really sad when we see like a a dead animal on the side of the road. And I still do every single time. He said they just continue on in their esoteric body without without a given thought. And I'm like, okay, where is that esoteric body? Like, where is it? Like, like, and and then I think about the the seeming frivolousness of life through, you know, oh, no reason to give any kind of sadness that that creature is not in this realm. And, and, and it's, and it's, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. There is meaning in being in this realm. And not that I think that we need to have a full stop funeral for the skunk that got killed, that's, that its body is lying on the floor. But the effect of that particular loss can be felt by the skunk's children now, if it has small children that are dependent on it, or and like deer, like like the animals are in this realm as well, and and not that I think that 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 it's bad in the next, but it's like like what is the next? Is it just one dimension? away from us and why can't we see why is there this this i guess lack of circuitry to be able to even see the skunk in its esoteric form for most of us i mean some people can could probably see that but most of us or myself like I don't know. I just think that it's 
that it's, it's like, it's like there is like such beauty in just the being in this realm for that skunk in that particular, I call it kind of, I guess it's called by other people like space suit. It's life had relevance. And it's like honoring that that skunk's relevance in our realm. And yes, you know, it's it's all good. You know, he's going to go off into his esoteric body and, you know, and maybe come back here. <laughs> it's like we stay here for, you know, like a varying degrees. Some people not very long and then other people... 90, 100 years, which in some ways seems like a long time, but like in some ways doesn't even seem like anything. And it goes by so fast, doesn't it? And that in the, in the greater scheme of the world, like we really have such little relevance, but we actually have huge relevance. I was reading another one of my, one of my um, Instagram this morning, and I I don't even know if when I actually read it, it like had the meaning to me that it had this morning. And I'm not going to quote it correctly, but it was saying that the sound of our voice affects an atom, like on the other side of the universe. The waves of our voice have such an impact. And so by just an expression of us being, we have just such an impact without even opening our mouth. It's not that we have to do anything, be like we just by our existence. just so very interesting to me (laughs) but my initial topic was (laughs) I was thinking about this this of this that that an object will not decay because it is being observed and I'm just I haven't been able to figure it out and I and I I, I'll just keep looking for evidence, you know, as to what? (laughs) And while it is incredibly fun, and I don't mean to diminish the power of me putting the intention to see that sequence of numbers and it coming into my, to my awareness I am not going to make light of that whatsoever. However, I I still am in the process of learning how to master it. And part of my belief in learning how to master it is learning how to understand it. And and I don't don't really know how all that works. <laughs> 
Anyway, I'm going to go. Thank you for joining me. Coffee with with blonde-haired girl. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.